Welcome to Diving Into Crypto. Diving Into Crypto. A weekly series where thought leaders share insights, strategies, and insider stories about all things crypto and Web3. Brought to you by Adlunum. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode of Driving Into Crypto. This is JP from Adlunum INC bringing you everything about Web3. On today's episode, we have uh, the CEO and founder of The Laughing Otter. Uh, it's a unique program and I'm extremely curious to find out more about who they are, what they do and how they're changing the world with laughter one person at a time. So before we begin, I'd like to remind you, uh, everyone in the room, uh, the Q&A session will be open towards the end of the program. If you have any questions that you would like to ask the speaker, you can raise your hand or you can tweet that into the speaker directly or to Adlunum INC. Uh, the second part is views expressed on this program are meant for education purposes only, and it's not to be confused for financial advice, right? Um Further from here, yes, uh, that's if we do get off, yes, if we do get cut off, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to remind you, please visit the Adlunum INC Twitter handle for the link to jump back into the show. We know that this this does happen sometimes on rare occasion, but in case you're floundering about where do we find the next link to jump back onto the program, this is where it's at, all right? So without further ado, once again, Jeff, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, welcome to the show. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. I, I, I'm really looking forward to the conversation. Um, I know you guys are doing a lot of, a lot of great things in this space, so I'm I'm really looking forward to this. Awesome, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Uh, looking forward to this as well. Was very curious when my team reached out to you uh, about the Laughing Order. So the, before we go more into what the Laughing Order does, tell us a little about uh, who you are, what you do, and what got you into the Web three space. Okay, so um, I'm originally from Canada, but I, I now live in Australia. Um, I've been in and around startups and business now for uh, close to 30 years. And what I'm doing now with the Laughing Otter um, and what got me into Web3 is the Laughing Otter is, is – primarily a, a social impact project around improving mental health and the lives of children around the world. And what got me excited about Web3, um, although the technology is just fantastic and there's brilliant people everywhere building stuff, it was the emotional, emotionally charged community of hundreds of millions of people who believe that now is the time for change and it's time to make the world a fairer, cleaner, kinder world. And it's that emotion and the great people in web three. That's really gets me excited. Okay. Uh, that's, that's extremely deep. Uh, Jeff, thank you for, for sharing that part, but tell us a little about the, uh, you know, what got you, what got you inspired to start the laughing water? I mean, um, as as much as the name suggests, uh, something jovial, something of course that is is positive, something to look forward to. It I, I would real I'm really curious to know what's the story behind you starting off with uh, starting up the Laughing Order. Okay, um, what 
what happened was about two years ago, um, a friend of mine took his life. And when I looked around um, after that happened, I realized that everybody was hurting. Uh, the last 10 years have been really hard on everyone. And it's been everything from Trump to Brexit to me too, to Black Lives Matter, refugees, climate change. There were so many really uh, important, but very, very emotionally charged conversations that people were enduring. And then you layer COVID on top of all that. Um, and then just the normal, you know, like just the everyday 24 seven news, the negative impacts of social media feeds. All of these things were just pounding on people. And I just saw an opportunity. There's got to be a better way. And there's got to be something mm -hmm. that reminds people that our neighbors are actually pretty awesome people. And there's a lot of fun to be had in this world if we can just get out of this rut of listening to the bullshit that people like to feed us, mm -hmm. that we all are supposed to hate each other. We're all supposed to be scared of each other. Um, all of these things. So all of these emotions, when my friend took his life, kind of came to the surface. And I mm -hmm. went, you know what? Um, the last third of my career is not going to be about just making people money um, for the sake of making money. There's got to be more to my life than this. So I started the laughing right. water. And now I layered the children's part on it. And, and mm -hmm. because one, um, I've always had a soft spot for kids. Um, I became a, a father late in life and I, I, I developed a real empathy for other parents. Like I can't imagine the hell it must be to be a father or a mother. And the only reason your kid stops crying is because they're so hungry and sick and they only stop from weakness that, that just, it just, right. Like it just eats me up inside. So all right. of that, um, I just thought, you know, and, and then you layer that to mental health. Most, most mm -hmm. people will agree. If you look after kids first, they don't develop, they right. don't develop mental health issues later on. So these were all kind of the negative um, kind of emotions in, that are, are quite real and raw in me that pushed me to saying, mm -hmm. okay, you know what, let's just, let's just do something that's a lot of fun. Cause I'm also the class clown. So, uh, um, right. I just want to, uh, my, my brothers and I, we have, a, we have a simple saying in the, that drives just about everything we do. And that is life doesn't, life right. doesn't have to be this fucking hard. Like it, it should be, we, we yeah. have, there's enough food, water, um, resources that nobody in this world should ever have to suffer. So why do we make it so hard? Why aren't we all just having a ton yeah. of fun? And that's all mm -hmm. of that combined is the spirit behind the laughing otter. Well, that's, that's pretty deep, Jeff. Thank you for, for sharing that story because, you know, I mean, first off, congratulations on being a dad. You know, I, I'm, I'm certain that that is, of course, one of the, the brightest rays of sunshine 
uh, a, a huge motivator for a lot of a lot of people who want to make the world a better place. Uh, most most parents want to do it primarily so that they have a better environment for the children tomorrow, right? And I'm also so sorry to hear about you know your your friend. Uh, the 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 ray of sunshine that comes out of that is that you know at least you're uh, in, in in their memory, right? Uh, this was a huge motivator to start the laughing order because it seems you guys are on a great track, uh, you know, from from the intent that you have about putting it out there. And now I'm really really curious to know two two things, right? The first one, um, you have so many social initiatives, right? Uh, so many social initiatives that do this in in a very real world situation without having a large influence of technology in it. But there's even there's an even smaller number that chooses Web3 or you know to to make that happen, to drive that forward. Firstly, what was that point in which Web3 became your medium, your your technology driver, your technology backbone to to take this initiative forward? Uh, it, 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 I can I can pinpoint it to um... I can't remember the exact day, but I can t- I tell you it was around five o'clock at night on a, would have been a Thursday. Um, right. I know this because uh, I had a phone call with a guy who um, was building a, a DAO here in, in Australia. Somebody introduced me to him. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I called him and he said to me, your vision, what if I could say that you, right. what if I could guarantee you that vision will come true? And I said, well, um, I'm in Melbourne. He was in mm-hmm. Perth. I said, well, I'd get on a plane and come yeah. out and give you a kiss. And, uh, and yeah. he said, have you ever heard of a Dow? And like everybody else oh. my age and my vintage would, mm-hmm. I said, no, <laughs> what's a Dow? <laughs> that, then he explained it to me. Well, so for about an hour, I walked around my neighborhood yeah listening to all mm-hmm. he had to say about web three, then the next right. day, just coincidentally, I had to be, I had to drive um, about four hours down the coast and back in a day. So I was in the car by myself for eight, nine hours. And I listened to right. every podcast and webinar and YouTube video I could on this magical uh-huh. world of web three. And okay. by the time I reached my destination, I was shaking, mm-hmm. like a literally shaking going, holy oh. shit, I gotta get a part, I gotta be a part of this. The laughing otter has to be a part of this. There is something very, very, very special going on. And by the time I got home, I woke my wife up and I said, you you got to hear this. You got to understand that all of this NFT, blockchain, crypto stuff, it's all wonderful. But what is really, really amazing is the people. Yeah. It's the people that are driving this. And and then that was about 15 months ago. And since then, I, I've just right. went crazy meeting as many people as I can Um learning what I can. And, and the way I now describe Web3 is mm-hmm. I tell people 
who I like, who kind of discounted. I said, no, no, you can't discount this. I said, imagine the civil rights movements and anti-war movement of the sixties. Right. If, if the hippies were armed with cutting edge technology, the internet, personal financial drivers Uh and trillions of dollars in investment, that's the type of a mo- of technological and disruptive social change that is going to emerge out of web3 history is going to look mm. back on this era that all of us on this call are a part of and it's super super exciting history is going to look back on us and they're going to say they're going to label this as a social era and an era of social change as much as an era of technological advancement. And that's what gets me excited. That day when I was in that car and that phone call changed my life. And I'm, you know, obviously I'm biased because I love the laughing otter where we're going, but millions of kids and people all over the world are going to be happy that I had that phone call Mm -hmm. and I had that drive to make. Wow, uh, you know this, this. This is a spe- This is a spectacular, uh, spectacular moment. And as you as you're relating that, I, I can feel that 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 energy and that that point with you because uh, a lot of people first look at Web three as purely the the aspect of you know. My first insight was the fact that I bought Bitcoin, and that's that's a normal response, right? We we expect that, but I have to have the vision to be able to see that this is a people driven, completely decentralized, empowering technology that's taken over that's empowering people once again to take control of what they can do using the backbone of the you know of the entire internet is you know is something else altogether and and you you having come to that realization just after that conversation uh, if you want to give the guy a shout out you know uh, please do jeff <laughs> uh, he he deserves it yeah there um <laughs> I, actually, I've never, I, I haven't spoken to him since, but they have a, there's a DAO, um, to be honest, I can't even remember his name, but it is late here. It's it's midnight, yeah. uh, late for me. I'm an old man. Yeah. Um, the, 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 their DAO is called Ocean Floor. It's a, a music industry um, attempt mm-hmm. at, at changing, like really disrupting an industry that really needs a lot of lot of help so yeah uh, they're called ocean floor so yeah um i I don't even know because i haven't spoken to him since i don't even know if he i i I don't think he even knows the impact that that hour-long phone call had so um someday someday i'll uh I'll reach out to him again once I figure out who he was. You know, as, as, as soon as soon as I have this, uh, as soon as I have this link out there, I'm going to send it to you. And when you do find out more details about him, do send it to him. Uh, For sure. it, it is it is phenomenal to be able to give them give give anybody uh, the feedback that they've had such a huge impact. But you know, for him to have um, helped you get into the vision of. of pushing this movement, finding out yes, there is a channel where this movement can go forward. Hats off to him. Um, you know, Jeff, I'm I'm deeply moved when you when when you tell me this aspect of the story, and I'm and I'm certain that while it got you to that point, it got you to that realization. You know, um, uh, the the uh, the Mrs. was woken up in the middle of the night and 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 shared uh, shared this vision. I'm certain that she saw that too. 
Uh, but I'm, I know that there would be more people that you had to bring on board, right? Uh, and in doing so, uh, share the idea, share the concept, and and get people to take part of that and build a community, right? Uh, is that was that how was that for you? Was that challenging for you? What what you know? Tell us a little about what that experience was like. Uh, it, absolutely, it's challenging, and it still is challenging. Um, it the the difficulty that I face is my business model and vision is mostly around building a brand, which has a which is right. a little bit more ambiguous than um, I'm, we're building X to solve Y and and this is the mechanics on how it works. And right. people, people tend to like that more definitive description of what you're mm-hmm. doing, whereas I'm kind of going the other direction. Um, I'm not going ground up. I'm going top down where my vision mm-hmm. is to create a global brand that's synonymous with improving mental health and the lives of children and have, and then mm. having the flexibility to go with whatever direction web three goes and really outside of web three as well. Like there's traditional um, revenue channels that are built into the laughing otter and having the flexibility right. of, um, say uh, uh, the, the 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 company that I model my the the strategy um, after is is Disney D- Disney like there's no real correlation between an ice hockey team a a yeah. um, makeup bag and a cruise other than mm-hmm. a really strong brand over uh, overarching it and that's that's my vision. And like I had, a, I had a meeting today with, uh, with a, a tech company who's building, um, um, uh, some web, uh, some web3 components for Disney. And I just went, yeah. And, and I, mm-hmm. I, I said, see, do you get, do you get it now? And he is, yeah, no, I get it. Um, so, yeah. and so that's the challenge for some people. Uh, but it tends it mm-hmm. tends to be more on the traditional business side of things where people and the tra- traditional investors that go um, they ask the same kind of um, kind of archaic questions yeah. well, you know and, and it's and it, yeah. it doesn't fit that but when I t- when I talk right. to web three people and business owners they go oh wow I get it that's that's going to be huge yeah um and so the 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 there has been that challenge um like any startup i uh like i've been challenged with resources and funding and stuff like that and um and -hmm. being time poor and but the um like really the next couple months are going to see the the, really the acceleration of um, two years of hard work um, that's and that's um, and it'll just get easier from there certainly uh, you know it, it, it does start with uh, and if you've worked with startups before of course that 
the the momentum just getting to that point of momentum is the is the first is the first challenge and if you are able to bring your group of ambassadors bring those people who are believers in what you are doing and have them also you know expand their time bandwidth and energy to to get to spread the word first right uh, and get more people on board then of course uh, it it does become easier in a way but uh, you, when it comes to building a community that is that is of course a huge challenge so thank you for sharing that that particular aspect with it where where do you where do you see the laughing order going um you know with with, with this and and what do you what do you want it to what do you want it to do well it's the uh, i i don't think small um i have very mm-hmm. i i want i want to be a globally I want the Laughing Otter to be a globally recognized um, uh, brand that's synonymous with helping children and improving mental health and giving people reason, positive reasons to connect, be happier, and, and just be a, a mm-hmm. beacon of positivity in a world that, right? Uh, not, not like there's tons and tons of people and like billions of people who are awesome people on the micro level, but there's no real singular place um, where mm-hmm. people can go, you know, I'm having a bad day. I'll just go to, I'll, I'll go to laughingotter.com or I'll go to this event or whatever and, and feel better. Yeah. So I just want that. That's my goal is to, and in, and in doing so, um, mm-hmm that the the idea is that um i want to help millions of kids i want to help millions of people who get right. to the point of my mate and and because like if i ever hear the story that the laughing otter right. um made somebody step away from the ledge well i'll cry for weeks mm. like that that's that that's it like indeed I, I, I get um, the other day I got a an email from an orphanage that I help out in in Uganda and uh, there were these kids holding up a cardboard box that said thank you Jeff for your kindness like shit you can't you don't get that from um, you, that that you don't get that emotional satisfaction from selling shitty software like I did most of my career um, so. Yeah, like that's, and and I'll tell you, I'll tell you a little secret that I don't, that I don't share with many, but may as well share it with yeah. the the whole world here. Um, I have, if I will know that I've reached exactly where I want to get to, I have a, mm-hmm. I have the Everest peak, and and this is, uh, I I I I know it's a lofty lofty goal. But I, I want mm-hmm. the Laughing Otter to be responsible and have the brand awareness to be able to launch this, this right. generation's Live Aid and hold a massive concert like they did in 1986 that basically, cha- oh. that basically changed hunger in Africa. I want to do that for kids. Right. I, that's my goal. I'm a, I'm a drummer and a huge music fan. That would be... That would be the ultimate. Now, whether whether I get to that point, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe it's just a, mm-hmm. car, a concert in the 
um, in the local park or something, but that's what I'm, that's, that's kind of the, like, I don't know, every entrepreneur has that kind of vision in their mind of that one singular event that, that helps like kind of that beacon that, that keeps you going every day. Mm -hmm. That's mine. That's where I want to see. Oh, and (laughs) <laughs> Indeed, you know the the moment the moment you said live aid and and, and uh, a secret here as well. I am from that generation that absolutely loved the fact that it had a concert. You, you're spot on when you say it changed so much when it came to hunger in Africa because you had and and I'm I'm saying this for for those in the room that may have they don't have a context or reference to what live aid was about, but that was the one the one singular event that was momentous. You had literally every single music star on that stage sing singing those songs right um and 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 it was you know from 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 uh, from michael jackson to lionel richie uh <laughs> jeff help me out here <laughs> well, the, the, you know well, these, the, these are the top the, the big one is uh, uh, like everybody always talks about queen's uh performance yeah. um but, but right. I, I read once like i read recently the the stats on it was that 50% of the world watched that concert. Uh, well, actually two concerts, one in Philly. And oh, one in, yeah. And that's pre-internet. So. Right. Um, that's pretty amazing. <laughs> and, but you're like, it did like you're, if you're my vintage in high school you, mm-hmm. uh, on TV, you saw photo after photo, video after video of starving yeah. children. And live aid yeah. changed that the, the hunger in ethiopia went away and for a long time ethiopia was one of the fastest growing economies in the world they've they've digressed a little bit now with some with some social unrest uh but still like right. much stronger country than it ever was all because of one concert mm-hmm. and then you go back a generation yeah. before um w- mm-hmm. woodstock there's conversations that we're having today that yes. are directly related to, mm-hmm. to that concert. So, yeah. Um, True. So that's, that, that drives a lot of what I'm doing is trying, just trying to recreate that, that global movement. And this time, mm-hmm. um, and, and another, another inspiration I have is uh, um, Greta Thunberg, that, that 16 year old, Right. Well, she's older now, but she when when she that that girl from Sweden has done more for climate change than all the government organizations mm-hmm. in the world. Uh, like just because she was able to rally passion and emotion mm-hmm. to make change and say enough's enough. Right. And I just I don't like I just I like I have trouble traveling in places like Southeast Asia, not nothing nothing against the the people like they're fantastic people but when i what mm-hmm. but i when i see 16 year old girls subject to human trafficking and molestation i don't have a nice vacation it mm-hmm. bothers the, the living shit out of me <laughs> excuse me yeah. so all the, like i just want to have that i just want to change like Whatever, to whatever level, make some change. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Sure. 
of you know it, it, you i'm i'm glad that you started the laughing order because it it does put a spotlight on issues that we face socially right and and it it indeed it is something that a lot more of us need to take cognizance of uh to to take it so the 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 first the one of the things you as you said you wanted to to expand you know you you had live aid um you, you know then woodstock of course and and both of them were the massive massive movements uh aired by uh aired on television there was you know uh, <laughs> uh tremendous the the names live on the legends live on um one of the one of one of the things is that there there's such a strong connection to that to that name to that to that event to people still talking about it from from that particular generation right uh the the reference to the laughing order i'm certain that there's a, a story to that uh why the laughing order because of uh, you know you, you you try to create that picture uh and and it it does come up as a cartoony laughing animal right but why did you choose that one uh, it, it it's it, it really that's that's my years of sales and marketing um i mm-hmm. i knew that i needed a character that can be used in the same way that disney uses mickey mouse or um that can be licensed merchandise turned into videos animations right. um for example right now i have an illustrator and a um an educator writing a series of children's books based on the un's 17 sustainability goals um and the laughing yeah. otter and all yes, she did. so the laughing otter and all his mm-hmm. pals are are you know involved in these stories so when right. i was trying to figure out what to to brand what i was doing i just it was really simple i just i googled top 10 cutest animals in the world and the, the okay. sea otter came up and the description was a playful community animal. And I went, shit, that's perfect. Wow. And, <laughs> yeah, that's and, on. and then and then it just so happened that the laughingotter.com was still available, which finding a dot com, like I know it's not as important anymore, but I, I guess I'm still old school. It's nice to have a dot com. And it was available and I thought, well, that's that's some sort of a sign. Um, and then I had someone design the, the logo. And since then, like I've, I've had hundreds of people comment on how the otter, I had no idea the otter was that popular of an animal, but people say all the time to me, the sea otter is my favorite animal. <laughs> Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, um, and yeah, and it, it, it really lends itself. It's that, um, it's, it's fun. It's playful. It's there's nothing, um, you know, controversial about it. If an animal can be controversial, <laughs> like it's just like who's yeah. who's going to say, "Well, gee, I hate sea otters." Well, like, like no, <laughs> like you, you can't. You, if you hate a sea otter, you like you probably need some counseling. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
Indeed. Indeed. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, it's it's interesting. It's interesting when you put it that way, because I, I think of, of all the animals, right? I mean, you, you have teddy bears and then you, you know that grizzlies aren't good for you. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you have uh, so, so many others, but, but never, never, I don't think anyone has, has, you know, looked at the order. But more insightfully, and I'm, I'm glad you picked this one, it, it is that it is um, a community fun-loving animal, right? Uh, and and that's and that's tremendous. So so more power to you, Jeff. More power yeah, to and, you. And my advice to anyone listening, or um, when when people are designing their image, their their logo, like their logo, their branding, whatever, you gotta um, a, a mistake that mo- too many marketers do is they start mm. with creative and then they shoehorn it in where you really, you really got to yeah. go backwards. You go, okay, what am I going to use this logo for? Where am I going to, what am I going to use this branding for? How am I going to use it? What, and, and then find something that suits that, that vision rather than go in the other direction. Um, so yeah. And, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, just a little advice yeah. here. Like that's that's why. Like I, I I went backwards. I I I googled what I wanted first, and it, I I just got lucky mm-hmm. on the very first. It was the very first wet thing that I came up. So, which doesn't always happen. Um, any, anyone who's ever done yeah. anything creative, sometimes it takes you a thousand times, and then you. But you know, but when once you hit it, you know, like. There's a there's 999 no. times you go oh yeah that's not bad, but then when you hit the thousandth time yeah. you go yep that's it I got it like that's the, that's, that's the one, one. Yeah. <laughs> so indeed yeah. indeed okay uh, Jeff I'm, I'm curious now right um, we we started with talking about you know what what was the motivation behind starting the laughing order you looked at the, the journey that, that it took, we look at where it, wants, where it wants to go. Tell us a little about something that you're doing on the ground, putting that smile on somebody's face, putting that, you know, pulling that person back back off the edge. Uh, tell us a, a little about what you're doing with your team. Okay, so the, it, it all starts, um, which, and I, I, I know it needs some work, but the, 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 the hub mm-hmm. of the Laughing Otter is thelaughingotter.com. And... It's right. nothing but positive stories. Um, you know, for example, one of my favorites that that was on there a little little while ago is a story of a homeless. I mean, excuse me, a man in New York who built a music studio for homeless people, where they can come in and play music and record mm-hmm. music. And like, you know, to yeah. me, uh, th- there is a theme here. I do like music, <laughs> so uh, that that one yeah. that one made me smile and. And I've had a lot of people say to me, gee, I really like your website. Like, you know, I, I was on there for, for for half an hour reading these articles because it's the only place I'm seeing where yeah. I can find genuine um, uh, mm-hmm. things to make me happy. Like everything else I read is, you know, is the opposite. Like one of my mates summed it up well, well with Twitter. He goes, I'm on Twitter for 10 seconds and I'm pissed off at the world. And I was like, yeah, me too. You know, cause, um, so, so that's the, the core of the, and what we're building onto the, the, 
will I, I, the content is just going to get a lot more robust with everything from positive stories, videos, memes, um, to games, trivia, recipes, whatever whatever the the community kind of drives us to, um, as well as an NFT for good marketplace. Um, uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'm in the process of partnering with a number of not-for-profits where we'll, we'll design NFTs for them and then raise, raise money for those, yeah. uh, for those organizations. Um, that's, that'll be on there. And, and then, then it'll be mm-hmm. where it goes. Uh, the, 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 the goal is to also have um, multiple skins of the laughing otter. So there'll be the laughing otter kind of core, right. but there'll also be, Laughing Otter music, the Laughing Otter business, the Laughing Otter travel, the Laughing Otter outdoors. So that same vision and same thing, but it'll just be a little bit more niche, so people can find uh, stuff that they're, like that they're they're more interested in. Um, I mentioned the the mm-hmm. the series of children's books. Um, you know, anything like that's good. Um, we're also doing a series of adult coloring books, which, um, from all reports are very therapeutic to, for stress relief and stuff like that. Um, I'm in discussion more on a local level right now. Um, as, as we grow, just, just logistics. Um, there's some events that we're, we're holding, um, one cool thing that uh, um, b- my little guy has got me back into um, is the love of Lego, and mm-hmm. they have a, a show. Oh, they they have a show here in Australia. Um, I think it's in other mm-hmm. countries too. It's uh, it's called Lego Masters, and so so okay. I've reached out like these. It's like a, a reality show where they build amazing stuff out of Lego. And I've reached out to a few of the contestants and, and we're talking about doing some masterclass for, for Lego fanatics who want to come and learn from these absolute superstars of Lego building. So little, little stuff like that starting to grow. Um, I've, I've been around business for long enough that I know Mm -hmm. how to build a business that's got longevity. I, I don't want to build the laughing otter as something that exists today in three months or three years from now, somebody buys it for X amount of dollars and, and everybody makes some money and whatever. No, like my, my goal Mm -hmm. would be that a hundred years from now, laughing otter still exists and it's still helping people and it's still helping children and it's still um, improving mental health. So I'm doing this systematically um, very systematically so that I can have controlled growth with the proper infrastructure in place mm-hmm. to support that growth so that nobody ever loses money on the laughing honor. Every like the stakeholders, investors will grow with the company. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so there's lots of stuff going on. Um, and a lot of conversations I'm having, I, had a meeting today with the the chair of the Australian Co- Comedian Institute. So very connected in the oh. the 
the comics world, um, you know, we're talking about, you know, holding some events mm -hmm. with that and just tapping into yeah. all these really, really funny people. Um, Aussies are pretty funny. Like that's, that's when, when, when you move yeah. here, you, you got geez, these guys are funny. <laughs> so, uh, so um, yeah. So like there's, um, there are a lot of fires burning all over the world that over the next over right. the next two months i'm raising some money um which is going well come mm -hmm. july 1st it i'll be able to throw uh fuel on all these fires and really um really accelerate everything excellent excellent um this brings me into to to a thought right so on the show before we've had certain uh, certain companies that have looked at the social aspect and, and the ability to tokenize, right? And some of them have been about, you know, the environment. Some of them have been about cleaning the, clean the environment, lowering uh, carbon credits, looking at sustainability. And then, of course, you have this, this one, which is human-powered, right? Uh, do, do you see in, you know, the, the next few years uh, more people taking the social initiative uh, and projects like yours uh, more seriously, looking at the, the investment being in people and that continue, being a continued driver as opposed to, just as you said, you know, invest in a company uh, three years from now, make a successful exit with, with, with an exponential growth. Uh, do, do you see that as a trend from, from where you stand? Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, with within Web three and with and in the world at large, like the amount of investment that's going into um, what are these ESG projects, uh, be the the, right. the demand from consumers for social enterprises and B corp corporations, um, there the it's yeah it's huge that that's I've never been mm -hmm. in my entire career I have never felt in my life that I have the right product with the right vision and the right strategy at the right time more than I feel right now. And that's, yeah, it's based on 30 years of experience because exactly what you just asked me, mm -hmm. the world is demanding change right. and you know, what's going to drive it. It, 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 it did mm -hmm. it eight, uh, 10 years ago and it's going to drive it again. This time right. is the U S elections. But like, and this isn't a political statement. Mm. This isn't a political statement at all. Right. I don't care what side of the, the fence mm -hmm. that people, the aisle that people are on. But it is, it is right. going to be so polarizing, and so disgusting. Mm -hmm. um, AI right. is not going to help it because you know, the parties are going to just use it to just sling mud at each other like crazy. Right. And. And mm -hmm. the the world is going to go. These people who control us, these people who who right. have this like this this power with zero ethics, it's it's over. Mm -hmm. And Web three is driving that. Uh, like a, a big part of Web three is going enough's enough. Um, mm -hmm. I, I was I was having a conversation today, and I I said to one. Um, I was, we were just talking and I asked the, t the table, I said, has anybody ever heard the term unbanked? And they're all people, my vintage, all people who have been around 30 mm -hmm. years of business, 
you know, I, I got my MBA and I was like that. And, and everyone said, no, I, yeah. I never really heard that term. And I said, neither did I until I joined Web3. Like, I never heard the term unbanked. Right. It, it makes complete sense. But this, this, uh, this yeah. idea of 2 billion people or whatever it is that don't have bank accounts and have mm -hmm. no access to improving their financial situation. The mm -hmm. fact that that is now, that the fact that that that, that term and the desire to change that yeah. is now front and center is just one of the many things that are happening. You know, in the mental health space, right. you got everyone from right. um, well, just the the one one uh, uh, the one chef that just took his life. Uh, the, that the famous guy yeah oh, yeah. Um, yeah and yeah yeah uh, it's, 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 uh, jo <laughs> it's jock something i think yeah right anyway but every, everyone from yeah. him to you know uh the royal family to actors to um musicians and sports stars they're all speaking out openly mm -hmm. about the challenges of mental health and right and, and it, it, that's just and, and people are speaking about all sorts of social in um, social issues with so much more freedom mm -hmm. than they ever have right like it's not taboo anymore to say that something isn't right like um of course. and so and and what that drives it drives investment Social change yeah. will ha will happen quicker if people see that it's profitable. Just like recycling, recycling would never have to reach the 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 state that it is now if it wasn't for recycling companies right. figuring out actually we can make a lot of money doing this. So now right. whether that's right or wrong, I don't care. If it means that that kids get food mm -hmm. in their belly. Well, sure, make yeah. it, make it profitable. And and really, to be honest, yeah. the Laughing Otter isn't a charity. It is a for for mm -hmm. it's it. I want to create the ultimate profit for purpose business. I want to make money. Profit for purpose. Yes, yeah, it it, it it just yeah. means that instead of making money by doing something that has very little value to society, I want to make money by helping. By making a difference, and then it, and that yeah. creates a self fulfilling prophecy. I make I make some money. Mm -hmm. I make a big impact. Like I make the laughing otter makes some money. It make it gives mm -hmm. back, makes a social impact, which then becomes uh, widely shared, which grows the community, which means you can make more money. Right. And it, beca it becomes this mm -hmm. this ever growing snowball effect. That's what that's what right. other companies are seeing too. So it's absolutely a movement right now. The the amount of companies that want to want to tag themselves as a B Corp company or an ESG company mm -hmm. or um, a social enterprise, and and even and yeah. even companies like you know, like getting tax breaks by you know by um, by getting offset uh, tax offsets based on what social mm -hmm. good they do these are all right like 
whether it's driven by greed or not is irrelevant to me. If it's meaning that we're, if it means that we're making the world a better, better place, well, fantastic. So, yeah. Well, you know, it's, there's a bit of Gordon Gecko that, <laughs> that, that, that comes to mind, uh, you know, where, where he says, um, greed is good, yeah. right? Uh, and and in, in, in some way, shape or form, it, it is a powerful motivator. You're you either you're moved by greed, you're, you're moved by fear. Uh, though I, I would like to think it's you're either moved by love or you're moved by fear, right? And at, at the same time, at the same time, positioning, positioning a company, you know, with a clear intent that it is, it is a social cause, but there is profit that's to be gained from it is a more real indicator of how people should can or can continue to give, can continue to be part of the community, right? I, you know, uh, I've, I wanted to draw back to to one of the things that you that you just highlighted in in this, right? Um, so the the first thing was, and and this is this is staring at me because I had to look at was it was it Anthony Bourdain that you were talking about? Uh, no. uh, the 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 chef who I, no, no, he. I thought that's who you were going for. Just recently, and maybe it's a, a British guy. I think he's British. Maybe he's just maybe he's Australian. He's just on Australian. TV, uh, it it just it just happened within the last week. That's that's it was really recent. So yeah, not Anthony Bonin. That was a few years ago. But I thought that's who you were might have been thinking of. Um, uh, yeah, indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, all right, okay. So, um, but but okay, but but coming back to that, I, I like the fact that in this in this particular conversation where we're more aware of mental health, we're more aware that it is. Uh, you know, something that you don't take lightly, because in uh, for for people of our vintage, uh, you know, if you uh, if, if we we kind of had that that statement going, you know, laugh and the world laughs with you, but cry and I'll give you something to cry about, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so so we 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 I think a lot of us grew up with that, you know. No, you sweep it under the carpet, you know. You don't you you don't wear your heart on your sleeve. You you have a different persona in public. You 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 keep it hidden. Right. And then and then a few years down the line, you, you just can't take the pressure anymore, you know, uh, and, and it manifests itself in very, very different forms for very different people. Um, while the the, you know, people may look at, at some of that as um, how, how do we put this? They may look at some of that as, hey, no, no, you know what? You just have to tough up. Right. Uh, you don't be a crybaby. You just have to tough up. But but to be able to say that there is something wrong, to be able to say that you know um, I don't know how to deal with this is no longer a sign of weakness. And I I, uh, I want to resonate with what you're saying, Jeff. That to the people in the room, especially right, that you can you can say that and you can say that publicly, and people will reach out. And if nobody else does, we will, right? So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so let's just put that out there. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, those of you that are here, you know that the laughing order exists purely to be able to, uh, to be able to help you alleviate that pain. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, Jeff. Sorry, I just felt moved and thought I should. Well, you're absolutely right. And what what uh, what's um, and that 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 phrase you use that I'll give you something to cry about. That was my mom's uh, like favorite. <laughs> Uh, um, but yeah, like in, in my, in my hometown, like I grew up in, uh, Northern Ontario, Canada, uh, in a town of, you know, 800 mm -hmm. people. 
um, you don't, you like, you never talked out. But, but to mm. highlight this, mm. uh, I went home. Um, uh, actually, no, I didn't. Go, I, I didn't go home. A, a mate, mate of mine that I went to high school with, with happened to be in Australia. We hooked up, and he was telling. And right. we were just like sharing stories about everybody that we grew up with and everything. And he said, Oh, did you hear about, um, you know, Maf's dad? And I said, no. And he said, yeah, he killed us. He killed mm-hmm. himself. And I so, said, oh, that's, that's horrible. And, and, uh-huh. and this was a family like this, this will highlight it. I guess the extreme, mm-hmm. these guys, uh, like the, the dad and three sons, they basically they they were mm-hmm. they cut wood for a living like for firewood, so these guys could they, uh-huh. they could chop like like you know like like a hundred cords of wood in a day kind of thing like they were tough right. as nails family, but that's the that's yeah. the kind of scenario where this guy could never have like Beth's dad could never have reached out to anyone. Like it just wouldn't have happened. And, and what's, when you say now, like, you know, what's, what's a beautiful movement that's happening is people aren't seeing, um, reaching out for help as a sign of weakness. They're seeing it as a sign of courage, Mm -hmm. having the courage to admit that you need help is one of the bravest things that you can ever do. And that, that doesn't, it doesn't even have, and, and it doesn't even have to be like when I've like, I, my, I had a job where I was managing 75 people. I, I right. used to say that yeah. all the time. The bravest thing that you can do mm-hmm. is admit that you need help because it's um, yeah. I, I kind of learned that when I was a commercial fisherman off the West coast of Canada, because if you didn't, if you, if you didn't right. admit that you needed help, somebody could die. Like if you were right. trying to figure it out yourself, instead of being brave and saying, I don't know how to yeah. do this. Like the, it was, mm-hmm. it was incredibly dangerous, even though you would get yelled at and whatever, it was a lunatic place to work of uh, environment to work. Yeah. But having the courage to reach out and admit you need help is one of the bravest things that people can do. And so if you're hurting, if you know somebody's hurting, yeah. do not feel that you're weak because this world is not easy and everybody needs help at some point. So feel free, like know that it takes a brave person to ask for help. And so, yeah, reach out. Reach out. Yeah, uh, in, indeed. Reach out indeed. Uh, and, and you know, I, I know that we're coming to the, to the close of the show, so ladies and gentlemen, if you if you have uh, a question that you'd like to ask, or if you'd like to raise a hand, or, or just ask for help, uh, visit thelaughingauto.com. You can tweet to the to to our speaker. To, we tweeted to Jeff, uh, you know, and uh, or tweeted to Adler to mind. See, we'll we'll get back to you. We'll we'll reach out to you. Uh, what whatever it is, right? Uh, and if you have questions, by all means, please keep them keep them handy. Send them across to our team so they can we can take those up. Jeff, this is definitely something that that needs more more time, and you know, I I would like to uh, to to pick up on this uh, this thread of um, speaking about mental health and finding ways in which to do that, and it's given me an idea to 
to, to have a show in the future that we focus on that and invite you as a panelist uh, with few others in the space that are doing something for the, uh, you know, something different, something offbeat from the regular uh, things that you see in Web3 in itself. So uh, certainly we're going to carry this conversation forward, right? Now, the last two, two questions that I have um, in, in terms of, uh, yeah, on the show. So the first one, of course, is, you know, uh, it takes a lot to have the experience to to get up and start something. And it, it, it takes more to stay committed to that cause, right? So the first one is what keeps you committed uh, to the Laughing Order uh, every day? I know you, you put a brief flashlight on it, but I'd like to ask you to put a spotlight on it. What is it that keeps you committed to, to, to being in this space every day? Well, this one's easy. It's, it's just too much fun. Okay. Like it's, I get to meet people from, I literally have conversations with fantastic people who want to change the world every single day for, on every single continent, except for maybe the one that's got penguins on it. Every other continent, every <laughs> single day, I am exchanging conversations with, and it's all positive. People are so open. They want to collaborate. They want to work together. They, they just, there's just so many people who just want to change the world. And, and what I love uh, from an entrepreneurial standpoint is everybody is so open to new ideas. And, and, and whereas in the corporate world uh, and much of my career, people were so closed to new ideas right. and everything was like, Mm -hmm. And that that's what keeps me going. It's just so much fun. Like, I love this stuff. Um, you know, like, like even the conversation we're having is this is great fun. And I know yep. that there's people from all over the world listening. What, what a wonderful way to sp spend time. Indeed. And I, I know it's past way past midnight. It, yeah, I'm certain it's close to one o'clock where you are. <laughs> but uh, thank you for carrying the show into the next day. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 yeah, that's it. We're uh, we're ahead. Of, we're ahead, ahead of the ahead of the curve. All right. Uh, OK, Jeff, my final question to you. Right. Um, and this is this is something that we ask all our guests on the show, because we would like to get some of the insight into their secret sauce, right? Um, what is your personal philosophy? What's what's a message that you that you live by? What's a code that you live by? There's probably a couple. Uh, one I already mentioned: life doesn't have to be this fucking hard. And so I just, yeah. I I am one that um, my parents are the hardest two workers I've ever known in my life, and mm -hmm. I. I can work as hard as they do, but one thing I do different and my mm -hmm. brothers do different is we stop and smell the roses. Um, you know, so make sure that, so yeah. that that's one mantra. Um, from a business standpoint, I just have a couple of things that, that are kind of my war cries that my staff um, would uh, would get sick of me saying, and the biggest one is if it's worth doing, it's worth doing it today. Just don't, 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 don't talk yeah. about doing things, just do it. And life and business yeah. 
it, there's no watershed moment like they have in the movies. Like all of a mm. sudden this decision was made and the company all of a sudden makes a bazillion dollars. It's it. Yeah. The real, the reality is it's a series of pull a lever, see what happens, make mm-hmm. an assessment, adjust and pull another lever. So just keep doing things. And yeah. as long as you're better, uh, you're better today than you were yesterday, then you're moving forward. And by the end mm-hmm. of the month, you're 30 times, 30 of those days better. Um, but if you sit there and you just yeah. have meetings and you just talk about things, then you're never going to be better. So th- those are kind of the the, 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 the big drivers that, that just keep me going. Just, and there's like, um, like being Canadian, I'm a big hockey fan. And one, one yeah. thing when you're playing hockey that you always hear is just keep your legs moving because if you stop skating, then it's, mm-hmm. it, it takes more energy to get skating again, but you can keep the momentum going. And so whenever I get mm-hmm. really tired or I, I get, um, you know, like when I'm having a tough day, I just, rem- I just, I say right. that little line in my head, just keep your legs moving, just keep doing something. Just, um, yeah. and as long as you keep mo- your legs moving, things will work out. So. Indeed. Indeed. Just progress and keep moving forward. Okay. I hear you, Jeff. One last point for everybody in the room. If somebody wants to, to, to have uh, a program with the laughing auto, what should they do? Yeah. Just reach out to me. Like my whole business model and the whole business model of the laughing auto is about partnerships, collaboration. So if you, if you have a product or service that's making the world a better place, making people happier, especially if it's helping children's, if you're not for profit, if you're an artist, a musician, a comedian, um, I'm the the laughing otter is designed to have a lot of entrepreneurial flexibility and, and create uh, entrepreneurial creativity built into it. So I'm Mm -hmm. open for any suggestions as long as it falls under the umbrella of making the world a happier, better place and, and helping children get a fair start in life, which that, that can be anything. So, and if somebody wants, and people, what I'm saying resonates with you and you, and like, I want to hear from anybody who, you know, wants to, to, uh, to move this vision forward. Like, um, it's, Mm -hmm. there's a few people who are helping me now and, we have a, a little, like a little reminder to ourselves, like someday in the next few years, we're going to be standing on stage at right. Wimley stadium, looking out at the crowd going, we fucking did this. And as a result, a thousand schools got built. Yeah. A million kids have yeah. clean water. Um, so, so, you know, some kids are no longer getting beaten up every day when their father comes home drunk because we did this. And so right. anybody who wants to be yeah. a part of it, um, reach out to me. I'm mm-hmm. really open uh, for discussions. If you're, if you're involved in a project or something that's uh, complimentary, absolutely, we should talk. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Jeff, thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you for sharing your insight. More power to the Laughing Order and your entire team. Thank you so much once again for being on the show today. Uh, it's it's been fantastic, and yeah, thank thank you for 
helping get the word out. So yeah, really appreciate it. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in on the show. We'll be back next week at the same time at the same place with guests that are doing spectacular stuff the same way Jeff has. Uh, remember to check out our handle at C. I know that if you have sent questions across that you'd like to, to have answered from today's show, reach out to Jeff or reach out to adlunamync uh, and we'll get those answered for you. Uh, quick heads up. The co-founders of uh, Adlunum, um, Natia Bessa, is speaking at the CB Summit in Africa. So if you're in Cape Town, drop in and you can you can say hello or attend that conference. On the 8th and the 9th of May, uh, both our co-founders, Jason Fernandez and Natia Bessa, will be in Dubai uh, at the Crypto 306 conference. And they will be speaking there as well. So you can drop in and those of you that are from Dubai, you can drop in and, and say hi to them there as well. Uh, or, you know, if you, you have questions, you want to know more about us, we're glad to meet you from all, all of you who are part of the Adlunum community. And of course, those from the Laughing Auto community as well, who are on the show today. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being on the show. See you next week at the same time, same place. This is JP from Adlunum INC bringing you everything about Web3. Cheers. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Diving Into Crypto, proudly hosted by Adlunum, the first engaged-to-earn platform with a proof-of-attention model and dynamic NFT investor profiles. 